What you looking at, Ray? Huh. Just what the f you looking at, Ray? You know, I noticed that, uh, I know that you and, uh, Miss Wilkins been mighty, mighty friendly lately. What, y'all gonna be a new couple or something? Kiss my ass, Ray, okay? Mr. Wilkins just an old man that like to talk. That's all that is, Ray. That's all that is. Well, yeah, you old like to talk. I'm the one that I like to talk to. What you want to talk about, Ray? Huh? What you want to talk about? Nigga, I talk about the plan you've been working on. I ain't working on no plan, Ray. I know you. And I know when you got something brewing. I know it. What I got brewing? You what I got brewing, Ray? You tell me. You done lost your damn mind, Ray. That's what you believe. Did, Ray. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you believe, eh? Cause I know you got something up your sleeve, nigga. Nigga, I'm gonna stay up arguing with you all night. You cutting into go, my sleeping time. Go sleep, okay, man. kiss my ass and go good night. Sleep. Go to sleep, nigga. And I hope it's the long one. Yeah. Why are you talking to me go to sleep? Good night. I'm gonna go to sleep. Good night, Ray. Why don't you go to sleep? Why, I can't, why for I can't just sit here and look at your ass? And wonder what you got up your sleeve. Yeah, I got something brewing. I got an ass whooping brewing for you, Ray, if you don't stop Oh, that right. That's right, Ray. All right. Sleep tight, nigga. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I hope your ass pissed a bed with that weak ass bladder. Yeah, well, if I do, if I do, and then I put the sheets on you. How you like that? Scorching. Yo. <laughs> Episode 57. <laughs> Full squad in the building. The Me and E Show, July 14th, 2022. Squad's in here. E Staples. Follow me on Twitter at eNegus15. Chef Russell, the OG. SW Farm. You know that two A's. Don't act like you don't know. And of course, the celebratory more degrees than the Celsius. Anniversary having Desmond Jones. You can follow me at Twitter, Dr. J101. Of course, M Jones, M, follow me at Twitter, M underscore Jones4033. And on the pull-up today, we just gonna have fun with the with the with the crew. It's been a minute. We got a lot of stuff going on. Had holidays. We're gonna try to talk about our holidays and all that good stuff. But we'll be talking uh Best GM in Chicago. We're gonna be talking Bulls breakdown. We had some signings on the Bulls. We got to check in on our, on our Bears. They did some stuff. And then, of course, we got to check on the association. You know what I mean? DeAndre Aiden getting broke off. Does that have the ampl- uh, implications for the Bulls? And we're just going to have some fun. So sit back, relax, and strap it down as we get into our Olin Crutes episode of the Me and E Show. I don't like that. Uh, had to take it old school with that. Fellas. Good evening, good evening. What's happening? What it be like? Hey man, we here in this month, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like Ray and Claude. Yeah, you know, had to come up with a master plan. You know what I mean? Well, let's do this, man. It's <laughs> great. It's been a great couple weeks. You know, long layoff. Yeah, it, it seems like it's it's longer than it really was, but it it, it really wasn't, but it, it felt like it was though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just uh we had a lot going on. Uh baby bros back. Yeah, shout Ooh, out. So shout out to Darius. Yeah. Doing big things. Well, definitely proud of him. You know what I'm saying? 
So, private ugly, who I like to call. Him. No. <laughs> <laughs> you better leave Michael. Very B. proud Jordan. of my guy, man. Very proud of my guy. Very. Um, it's very dope to have him here, and he's going to continue to do good things when he comes, when he does his thing for the uh, Cedric County. So, yes, no. yes, not even good things, man. That's the only thing I disagree with you. It's going to be great things. Great, yeah, great. It's going to be great very things. Undersold. We allergic to good. Yeah, it's great over here. <laughs> Des, don't look at me like that. <laughs> so do I. No, sorry, I'm I'm over here, you know, doing nah, nah, son, nah, son. Starting this, we starting this rap beef right now. You know what I'm saying? But but Des over there doing great things as well. He's, he's oh, doing great. absolutely. Oh, yeah, Speaking of show. which, let's let's kick off the show with that. First of all, we gotta clap it up, baby brother. Anniversary weekend just passed two years. Yeah, where this dude is out kicked his coverage. Two years <laughs> of him and my sis. Much love to the CEO of capturing the game of the capture sports agency. Really, um, Des. Two years in, man. Can you can you tell us about? Uh, first of all, anniversary weekend because not only did he go back home to the shy, y'all, not only did he go see check in on the parents and whatnot, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I FaceTime this dude, he's up there doing all with the Herald's chicken and stuff, rubbing showing it in my pictures. face, showing off old pictures, yeah, showing off old pictures <laughs> with, your, with your just you, yeah, 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 just medieval. <laughs> types you know what i'm saying <laughs> but not only did they do that but he also was you know what i'm saying at the all-star WNBA all-star festivity so desmond we are just gonna clear the deck we're gonna let you cook can you get into your weekend for for the listeners who are wondering how all that went and and as you reflect on two years how, how does it feel how does it feel sir yeah, man, these, uh, first off, thank you for the big shout out. Um, but yeah, man, two years is such a blessing. You know, I talk about it all the time, like how much is, um, well, we talk about it I'm all the time, like how much, like everything has really been a blessing for us right now. Uh, just how every, how everything is going, how everything is moving for us. Um, but it, it's been really, really good. It's been really, really good um, for us. Um, for the past uh, two years, uh, this weekend it was it was smooth. So I, we kind of did some city hopping. So we was in Chicago Friday night. Saturday we was there for for some of the All Star festivities um, that they had going on outside, like the WNBA Live event. And they had like a three point contest. They got uh, they got you know. Like DJs they had a, a panel going on outside. We was there for like a couple of different for a couple of hours. Left from there, came back to Fort Wayne to uh, also celebrate T's what? ten years. Yeah, came back to Fort Wayne celebrate T's ten years anniversary with a class reunion from Southside. Uh, from the, from the high school's name is called Southside. So um, we went back to Fort Wayne for a couple of hours left from Fort Wayne went back to the parents crib 
on a Saturday so we can be, you know, and in in, in be ready to go for a Sunday and be able to go to festivities. So Sunday we had the All-Star game. All-Star game was really good. We got there really at the time of the starting, at the starting lineups. Uh, after the game, we got invited to go to this, um, like, like after party. I was kind of like invite only. It was on a sky, a sky top. Hey, uh, after party. Yeah. Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold, wait. First of all, you're not going to speed past that. Like, you didn't just say what you just said. After party? Yeah. So it was the, it's with called the, the it, so it was re- with the Retired Association of Players. I forget the, the, the name behind it. Uh, so it wasn't like, like the players, players who actually just got done playing the game, but maybe some like former players, some people that's in media, uh, some people, some former players like Cheryl Swoops. Cheryl you know Swoops what I'm saying? Oh, that yeah. Yeah. yeah, so she had the, the picture. If you ain't seen it, I think the shirt is dope, but she had her shirt said, her, her shirt said fucking legend, but because she was about to be on TV and stuff, they couldn't, she couldn't have the word fucking showing. So I put a band-aid over her t- over the word over the F word. And oh, so, it so was an actual band-aid. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's an actual band-aid. Oh, I thought that yeah. was part of the shirt. Sure. That was part of the design. Yeah. No, it's not. It looks wow. like it's part of the design. So I was like, you know what? That'll actually go for a real cool, a real cool design. Yeah. For a Change. t-shirt. But yeah, um, you know, I got got a chance to try to network with a couple different people. You know, try to Good. bring them on, on to uh, the, the Capturing the Game podcast as we try to continue to build out that content for that. Uh, but man, overall, really, really good. I forget, I forget what else you asked me to talk about. I'm forgetting stuff. So how, how mean, did that, that dunk look? Oh, so oh, so silly, crazy. Yeah, so Sylvia Files, man, she is the last year in the league. She de- deserves to be talked about much more because her resume compared to Sue Bird's is damn near identical, if not better, in some aspects. Um, but the way and the WNBA has kind of acknowledged this, but it's still ongoing issues is that they kind of highlight some of their white players more than it, than their black players. Mm. So they celebrate. And so that's an ongoing thing that they're working on trying to do. The league ain't perfect. It definitely got its flaws. So about speaking of which, one flaw that I was mad about was that there there was a a chance to rapper concert that they had, but it was heard about yeah. this. Yeah, talk about this. But it was only for they only did it for the media and her and the commissioner reasoning for it was because of gun violence. And I'm just like. You you don't you're not even making sense. Like that, that's what you that's what you want blaming on when we got the taste of Chicago that's going on literally down the street. And I'm like, that's not a a, a good that's not a valid reason not why not to have something. And, and the media doing they do the diligence, she said that they, you know, she said that they talked to the Chicago police department and People reach out to the Chicago Police Department confirming if that was true. And all counts, they said it was not true. It was not what we advised. So, you know, that that's um again, the league ain't perfect, still growing in certain ways. Can work on improvement. 
Um, other thing. Sorry, but if you if you think about trying to brand or trying to reach out to get more viewership and everything like that, I mean, Chicago would have been that would have been a perfect spot to have your Chicago uh, grown performer perform at 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 that event, and you're gonna shut it off to just the media. I, I- especially since like chance is like a he's like a big supporter of the w you know chance is one of the reasons why candace came back like yes yes and then like for the nba to grow like it did where do you think it kind of grew from you know yeah michael jordan chicago you know the hood actually wearing the product you know yeah maybe had some negative images to it but it was still images. It was still out there, and, you know. And yeah, that was. I heard that. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, yeah, it, y'all can't take L's like that. Yeah, know? it was. It, yeah. it was a it was a piss poor reason. Like you, you, like you could just say like we didn't. This you, I would really tell me like y'all didn't want access to you know everyone else, but you're gonna try to contribute to gun violence. I'm like I'm not I'm not buying that. But anyways, so that was that. The other thing that was disappointing. And hopefully that the change for following years is that the um the skill the three-point contest and the skill challenge it was closed off it was invite only only to again to to media so as a fans you couldn't experience watching that which kind of sucks because because wow. you know ali quickly she won her fourth she won a fourth three-point contest and which has never been done on the both men and women's side, and yet you only had media there to witness history. So it felt like a, a bubble atmosphere. It yeah. felt like like a bubble effect, you know. Uh the but you know, doing research and hearing about it, the reason why it was that way is because they had so many different events going on around the Wind Trust Arena that like they didn't have any gym availability for for it to have a lot of access to fans because of that. So when it comes to like when you if you're looking at how the NBA does things, so NBA, they plan out their all-star things years in advance. Like the W, they start only start planning their all-star event, I'll say like eight months prior. Mm. So and when you and a lot of times when it comes to the big spaces, like your your coliseums or i'm gonna say coliseums such a four-way thing your your big venues like your your big conference place venues they're booked years in advance and 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 when it's done that way you they know how much space and availability is left so when i mean look if you look at the timeline they just announced you know earlier in the year that the all-star i think it was like maybe september october late last year that the octa that um the all-star game was going to be in chicago everything around the wind trust was already booked up so that goes to the reason why the availability they couldn't allow fans and people into the arena for for that particular reason why did the commissioners use that yeah that's a much better that's a much better built-in excuse that they could have used versus doing the old and i hate saying it because we've we've had two back-to-back podcasts where we've touched a little bit on the politicalness but i'm going to say it anyway using the trope that political people that don't know 
frankly, what the hell they're talking about, used about Chicago. Yeah. So, so real quick, I want to clarify. So, again, the, the three-point skills contest, like, that that took place indoor. The chance to rubber concert took place outdoors. And so the the reason why they had it closed off to media outdoor was because uh, of gun violence. Indoor was because of, I'll right. say, planning and capacity. Right, right, right. Okay. Right. Okay. But still, I, don't, I, I still I, give I it the... I would have I would have found a way to like, you know, at least bleed that over. Like I know it's outdoor, but we still haven't had a chance, you know, enough time to, you know, get everything locked down the way we need to, you know. So because I mean, like I said, Chicago, the sky, they just won a championship. So yeah, parade, which is outdoors, and everything went went perfect, no problems. You know, Chance the Rapper is not one of them performers that's gonna have a lot of violence at he, his sets. He ain't he ain't Chief Keith, you know what I'm saying? He ain't oh, one of these yeah. people you they that that you know that's yeah, gonna set off the stage. But mm-hmm. you know, uh I, I think again with having the sky just won a chip, I think that helped out a lot because it was it was it seemed like everyone that did come out um seemed like that really enjoyed it. It's this little subtleties like it's little subtleties like that that it kind of ruins everything. Like, dang, how come you know we couldn't watch history being made, or you know, how come you know this wasn't open for a public, or how come like maybe not all the All Stars jerseys was available to purchase, like only some of them were. What? Like, like it, it's. Yeah. It, but the good thing is, is that but they're starting to see the the demand is starting to rise, which is a good thing. Right, but here's the thing, Shep. <clears throat> the WNBA, you can't. Some things are inevitable. You, you and you'll do make the best of it. And I, I I'm a big part. I'm a big believer <clears throat> in transparency to make to to you know to smooth it out. Right. Like if you try to do the some of these BS stuff, the media is going to sniff it out and call BS. Your consumers going to and it's going to. The, all the momentum that you're building is going to start to roll backwards if you don't handle it right. Yeah. And that's what I'm worried about with the W. Like, let well, me ask let me ask you this, though. Let me kind of switch gears, and, and I want to get E on this in here, too, on, on the thought process coming from the men's side. But, Dez, really, this is really for, for you and Chuck because you guys are really leading the push for the WNBA. Right. And I'm taking this, and I'm actually stealing this. Shout out to Lawrence Holmes. Um, on 670 to score one of the one of the best in the business and I'm talking nationwide he came up with a great idea wouldn't it make more sense or what <clears throat> or would it be more feasible to coincide NBA Summer League and the WNA WNBA also like kind of like basically have it kind of like the you know where like if you look at the NBA when all-star week happens it's like an event for the entire week like it kicks off the second half of the league it's a big thing what if the WNBA partners with the NBA and say hey to kick off before you know to kick off summer league it basically leads like the WNBA has their all-star game in Vegas Glitz, glamour, all this, and like, and all the stars are basically descending on Las Vegas, and then that, like, you know, like that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, 
Sunday's the game. And then Wednesday, Summer League picks up. Like it's like it's like basically like a baton. So that you're building off like that energy that's that's and you're having your your main people come in, like your LeBron. So if you if you notice on W if you notice looking at Summer League, like the first day at Summer League, everybody in their mama's there. there. Every team, they um yeah, they go in to watch the young boys play. Yep. Right. So just kind of basically the WNBA could piggyback off of some of that momentum that the NBA has. And just having people just basically just po- post up in Vegas for a week. Now, I will say this: that could lead to some trouble. But you don't have trouble no matter where where you go. You know what I'm saying? So, Des, what do you think about that? And then, and E, what, what would you think about that? Like, what from the men from the men's point of view? Do you think that could be a something that they could help cross bridge? But but Des, go go first, and E, I want you to jump in on that as well. And then Chef, you can jump in after after that. What do you think oh, about was, that? I was going to pass the rock. I was going to end it, but I'll go ahead and start it. I don't, I'm not fond, I'm not fond of the idea. And Ooh, so, okay, tell me the, more. The, the, the reasons why is because, so, you know, the WBA is a professional league and we're going to do a kickoff to, to rookies and people that may not make a team. Like, you talk about like a whole professional elite, like that's so like belittling to the the other professional all star games. Like you, the all star game supposed to be like your main event, and it's going to be a kickoff to a summer league. If anything, maybe you do it the other way around. Maybe you do the NBA elite, NBA summer league, if that feeds into the the main event, which is be the all star game. It's like, but don't don't use this event as don't use the all-star event as a, as a kickoff for something to, 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 to like the main event. Like when you think about like main events and stuff, you, you think about the main event is always the last thing. And, you know, most of the time when people have uh, events in the, you know, the first couple of days of the conference, you like, all right, we ain't really missing much. It's it just such and such that's going on. So I, I'm so I don't I'm not fond of the idea. If anything, like I said, it should be reversed. Maybe you have the summer league first, and then go into the into the the All Star game. The second thing is, um, if if you want to see more more uh, if you if you want to see more men at the at the W games, just tell the men to to go. I mean, it ain't it ain't much to really go. In all honesty. And and I'm sure half of them, you just say, yo, I'm X, Y, Z, Z. I play with such and such. They're going to let you in, you know? So that's the other thing. um, But I'm more so of a fan of, you need to let the the W stand on its own and not try to continue to be on the shadows of of the men, if that makes sense. I hear you with that. And I think you made some, you made some excellent points. The only thing that I would tend to disagree with is the idea of I get you what you're saying. I agree with the concept of the main event. However, as you notice with the with the summer league, it starts to dwindle down. Like you don't see when it gets to the championship, everyone's there. Like it it's if they do it the opposite, I don't think you're gonna get the, the star pack, like the big eyes on it or the network on it. Like the kick, whereas if you do it, if you kick it off because those people are already in town, because I don't see them going to Vegas um for the kick like if we were to do it that way where the the w where the nba kicks it off them going into vegas staying there for a day or two then 
you know, summer league goals for basically essentially for two weeks, whatever. And then them coming back for the WNBA, I don't, cause they'll be into, the, they'll be into their summer, basically their, their summer, yeah. their I, stuff. I, so I, I hear you on that. Thing. I mean, that, I mean, and that, look, I'll just throw out like a random like suggestion. So either way, I don't think you should use like the women to kick off you know, a kickoff an event to, you know, a whole bunch of rookies and second and third year players that half of them you're not going to see three months from now. Yeah. And and they make more money than most of the players in the WNBA. And the, is, that's also right. true. I Like I said, I, I can't really necessarily argue with that, but my, the, the, I'm going to say the novice part of me is going to say outside of a few. I mean, I, as of right now, the profile, and this is just a fact of the matter, the profile of the WNBA is on the rise. But I guarantee you, your novice fan, basketball fan, I'm not saying male or female, but I'm saying your novice fans probably going to know more about the people that were just drafted in the draft or those who didn't make the and those who didn't get drafted than people that are in the WNBA. And that's just unfortunate yeah. right now. And that's why I say I don't look at like it's just catering to these rookies and because you have you you have some you have first no the number one pick in the draft that's there. It's not like it's not like you have it's it's all you know people second round and and bomb slayers. Like you got you're getting still the top people in the draft that are playing in in, in the summer league, at least for the yeah. first few games. Yeah, I get that, but Compared to, you may have one of those one or two people compared to having maybe about 20 professional people that may be going to the Hall of Fame one day. But also on top of that, um, the other thing is, you know, you kind of take away, and when you start adding, say you do put in Vegas with the Summer League, now that's, you're going to drive the cost up even more and you're also going to take away from some of the fans being able to go because of cost and, and pricing as well with with all with every of all the events being in one spot and everyone trying to flock to that one spot i, I was just like i said I, uh lawrence uh put it out there i was like that's an interesting just spitballing and i kind of tucked it in the back of my mind he yeah. what, what, what's your take, thoughts on it um I'm with Dez. I mean, I don't really like it. Um, it just because of, I, I feel like the WNBA and trust me, like, you know, I, I don't speak a lot on the NBA because I, WNBA, because I don't watch it a lot. You know, I try, but I, I, I try to watch it as much as I possibly can, but I don't watch it a lot, but I do know that there's this concept of moving away from the, you know, kind of piggybacking off of the men's game. Right. And uh, I agree with Des, you know, you got a bunch of rookies and sophomores and the NBA is a superstar driven league, right? They're, they're league, like, you know, there's, there's probably 10 guys that you take out of the league right now and then you don't have an audience, right? Cause it's such a, out of all the players you have, you know, so with the, um, with the all-star game, I think that needs to be its own separate entity and there has to be other ways that we can, without having to involve the men's game especially guys that 
probably aren't going to make a team. They're going to be in the G League. They may be out of the league or something like that. There's de- there's like decent headlines when it comes to summer league. But even then, I kind of get burnt out on summer league ball too because I'm just like the style of basketball is just not, you know, the, the speed of the game. You can kind of tell that these are a bunch of guys that are trying to make a team. And when I watch the summer league, I'm always looking at like mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I'm like turnovers, things like that. You know, oh, he's not going to make the team. He's not going to make the team. But when I'm watching a W uh, all-star game for the WNBA, you know, I'm looking for um, big time plays, big time players, you know, uh, just like a, like Des said, or, or like Des alluded to that dunk, you know what I mean? Um, excitement, things like that with the, it, it seems like a big why session sometimes when when I'm watching the summer league, you know what I mean? Um, in some of those games don't even have any media at them or just have media at them. Some of them don't even have a full audience to cheer. So um, I think they need to be separate and uh, the WNBA needs to go ahead and just, you know, with, with just without having to involve the men's game. And I feel like we've tried to do that. But like Des said, at this point, now the men have to show up and show out for the women. You know what I mean? When it, when it comes to coming to uh, the, you know, all-star games and big-time WNBA events, you know. Uh, we definitely should. I don't know who all was at the WNBA all-star game, but I didn't see any. Uh, were there many NBA players there? or Because I've seen you post a lot of WNBA players. but Yeah, I the only – like NBA player that LeBron was there. No, I thought I saw him. He they did a someone was taking pictures of him uh, under the rim. He was sitting right behind the the baseline. I think not not to my knowledge, but um, the only the only one I remember distinctly remembering was I think it's Mason Plumley. It was there. <laughs> oh, oh my god! But I, oh my god! You know, that's as far as, like, what I can remember, you know. But you also got to keep in mind that a lot of people are down in the summer league. A lot of the, the players are. So, I don't I don't know that if that takes effect to anything. But, I mean, so, yeah. Most of the time, so I will say this, most of the time, you know, depending on what team it is, a lot, some, some of the the teammates, I mean, some of the people go to those W games on a regular as, as the, you know, really, city. yeah. Like I know like, like P will and Devon, uh, Devonte green, you know, they always go, they go to like damn near almost every Chicago sky game. Like you got some people that are faithful to going to the W, but they don't, they don't get, they don't, they don't crave the public attention. Like you're like your LeBron is, you know what I'm saying? There's a few uh, Suns players that, that attend the uh, Mercury games. Mercury games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know like, Chris I remember Book, those. Book, books Booker. Are, Booker. Books are big. Books gone. Yeah. Uh, Miles Bridges. Or not, yep. not Miles Bridges. I'm sorry. Mikael Mikha- Bridges. Uh, yeah. Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Mikael Bridges has been there. So. Yeah. I, I'll say this about CP3. I think I've heard about him being actually at one game, but I digress. Mm. I was about to say, he knows we didn't. He noticed me and he didn't even bring that fool's name up because. I heard the same thing, and that's funny. And I don't care. I don't travel none of the circles that Dez does, but I've heard the, you know, remember, <laughs> remember what Yelena uh, said in Black Widow. You do this thing when you whip your head back and you poser. That's that's CP3. Oh wow! I said it too. Yeah. Oh hell no! But anyway, 
Chef, you yeah, want to bring the, it on home? He's, he's the uh, NFL player, uh, NFL, M- NFL. I mean, NBA, NBA player, player rep, rep, right? Or something yeah. like that. Yeah, poser. I said it. So he should definitely be in the building. Yeah, like, you would if think. Anything, you know what I'm saying? You would think. There's. <clears throat> I, got, I actually have a great. I'm gonna put it in the chat. I'm gonna put it in the chat. I don't want to say it on. <laughs> I don't want to say it on there because again, I'm not. I'm not trying to turn it into that. But uh, put it on wax. <laughs> putting it on wax. But no, well, I said the way I look at it is you know, like, yeah, I don't I don't see that as as a great one. Um, mainly because it's gonna at the WNBA is on a on a decent course. You know, I like how they are <laughs> you son uh there i like the courses they're on and they need they actually should stay the course um take advantage of any uh things you know media or things that happen that that swings their way you know so but i said to be a part of that whole deal is it's a bad timing because if you think about it you've got the nba championship finishing out and then you have (laughs) jesus Oh, Marky, Mark, 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 Mark. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, so you got the NBA championship and then you have the draft, the draft, and then, you know, the free agency kicks off and like free agency draft and then rookies start playing. And it's like you want to squeeze in a WNBA into that is, you know, kind of is, it would be a difficult difficult thing to to bring more people their way so by them you know staying their course i think they're fine um what really got them was their the way they stood out during the bubble uh and everything that they did uh for what was happening in in our in our country at that time the way their voices were being heard and i think as we look at the NBA as a player-driven league, I think that started helping the WNBA become uh, to get some players noticed. So uh, I think the eyes are turning their way. It's going to take some more time, but I know they'll get there. Um, like I said, the All-Star game, I I have no problems with, with, with the way they had it. You know, I mean, as far as timing, um, I like the idea of the Commissioner's Cup that they got going on. Um, the fans are coming, you know, losing doesn't help. So if you have a team in a market that's losing, I know that doesn't help, but you know, Chicago has been starting to, to grow big on, on with their fan base. It's getting, mm-hmm. bigger. and, uh, you know, then you got, of course you got Los Angeles, you know, this Cambridge went on out there and, and, you know, now they're, they're doing hot, you know, now you're about to lose two, Hall of Fame players uh, that are pretty much about to end, but this, so they're on their tour. Actually, three, isn't it? Like Sue Bird, uh, Files, and uh, Tarasi. Tarasi, I don't probably. I don't. I don't think, think Tarasi retire. is retiring. But, I mean, but is like there's. Close. Oh yeah, for sure. She should have been retired. Uh, um, hey, but, for real, uh, uh, Skyler might retire for for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep talking crazy to Skyler. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah, that's that's a whole another thing. Oof. Okay. Um, 
yeah what were we talking about <laughs> vegas like i mean yeah wow uh there's <laughs> thomas <laughs> Bro, you really just do it you really yeah i de- i derailed the show i don't know what you're talking about um <laughs> she said clarence thomas <laughs> no i didn't i don't know what you're talking about i didn't say anything um you actually y'all all talked me into it like i said i, I wasn't you know on the scale of one to ten i was like oh, i was like a three or four on the um when I heard that suggestion, but y'all talked to me off the ledge. Like, uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's, I think y'all make some valid points. Yeah. Like for sure, for sure. So, so Loho did a show with uh, one of the reporters of the Chicago Tribune that covers the Chicago sky and the WNBA. He did Was it on, it on the uh, house of L? Okay. Yeah. 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 Loho is again, he's a Chicago icon. And definitely, you know, big, if you haven't tuned into House of L, I know it's unheard of on podcasts to pump other people's podcasts, but definitely check out the House of L. Some great, great interviews, great content. Um, Moving on. Let's pick up from from a topic that we were going to get into the last time we were together, um, but we didn't get a chance to do that uh, last time. So let's go ahead and do it now. And especially considering we're only going to have E for a little bit. Uh, we talked about the best uh, GM, the general managers right now in Chicago are on a lot of, on some spotlights. You got the Cubs, you know, you know, kind of in the middle of a rebuild. You got the Sox who are supposed to be on their, in their window and, you know, they're under they're 500. Awesome. Yeah, both teams have all stars, which is great. And uh, Sox have a, probably a, a plethora more of talent than the Cubs do, but that, I digress with that. That was unnecessary. Uh, <laughs> here you go. Um, then we got the Chicago Bulls, who you know, kind of are on the way up, but yeah, they're they're Euro Euro stepping as E just did for those who can't see at home. Congrats, um, Levine. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, Zach got broke off. That. Actually, I'm gonna switch gears Look, before we go into the best general manager stuff. Because we'll, we'll get in. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna. It's cool. oh. uh, I'm, I'm gonna give myself the buzzer and then <laughs> switch, switch gears. Let me actually do this. How the Bulls? Let's talk about the Bulls. So we got Zach back. He got he got his two fifteen. He got everything he wanted. Four years with a player option. Well, five years with a player option. Two fifteen, fully guaranteed. No injury clause. Yada yada. He paid like the man. The Bulls. We are, we talked about uh, last time we were together. We broke the news on the on the on the show. Andre Drummond sign. Gordon Dragic sign. And uh, when he signed, I, I saw him in. The, they put him in the Chicago Bulls number one, which should have been outlawed because uh, after what uh, Derrick Rose did to that man all those years back in Phoenix. Um, one of the best calls by Stacey King ever. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Um, so yammed on him. Something yes. serious. Yeah. I should have retired. I would have walked off the court and said, you know what? This isn't for me. Um, never stop watching that game. Too. Like, I never stop going upwards. Right. I was watching it too. Like, here's the thing. I literally turned it on about 30 seconds 
before the steal, before before the dunk. Like I I was coming back from something. I just turned it on and I caught it. I was like, oh my gosh. I was so hyped. Anyway. So E, let me let me get your let me get your thought on 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 the state of the Bulls because I feel like and we have to take AK at his word. He said he was gonna be you know, he's he he says he believed in continuity. You know, the team was really good before they got hurt. Mm-hmm. But do you, even with all these moves and with running it back, well, one, running it back, was that, was that the best move in, in, your, in, in your mind? And then second part of that, with the moves that they've made, with the questioning help of, or situation with, Zo, because it's looking more and more and more like that's something's oh wrong. God. Something's yeah. going on. You don't yeah. sort. You don't sign the Gordon Dragic, and and the the most telling thing to me was the fact that he was mentioning that he got the money. He signed with the organization that was, that was trying. He's trying to win, but he was getting the playing time that he wanted, and it's the twenty to twenty five minutes. That to me, when you have Caruso, Ao. Still Kobe White. Still, yes. You got yeah. Javante Green. You just drafted Dalen oh Terry, who who could play, who could play anywhere from the one through the three. And this and he could be a and, combo. Yeah, and this and this guy and then Drag Dragic is getting gonna get twenty some odd minutes a game. Tw- you know, from twenty one to twenty five. Are you worried about even with with you know with possibly being worried by Zoe? Are we just still gonna be stuck in that? Five six C because if you look at the East, teams are getting better, and that's before the rumor trade that the Knicks might pull off to get Spider Mitchell in New York. Yeah, after they just signed Jalen, right? So help me out it's, here, like it's like, been I, very middle of the pack uh, when you go back to um, the Joakim Noah days, uh, even before that, you know uh, Ben Gordon. We've always had the middle. It's we've always been in the middle of the pack, right? Um, Say for one you know, year, course, except for the one year when he had you know Derrick Rose MVP year, number one seed, things like that, best team in, in the. I think we had the best record in the league that year. Yes, we at did. One point, mm-hmm. um, so we were playing very well, very good basketball, and uh, but it does. It seems like that. It does seem like that because right now at this at the state that we're at now, I don't see us being anything higher than maybe a four. And that's best case scenario to me, which is what I don't like. And it's because of Zoe. It's because that Zoe isn't there's so many mixed reports, but like you said, I think there's something very much so, so wrong with Zoe. We have made some pretty good moves. I like the drum and move a lot. Just because it had that presence there um, in the middle, uh, big big guy that could bang out, and um, of course with DeRozan coming back, or, or not DeRozan, no, I'm sorry, Zach Levine coming back. I mean, I was a little skeptical about giving him that much of a max contract, but he wants to be here. He plays well when he's you know when he's healthy. So, um, and that's that's been my thing with him too. It's just health. You know what I mean? Um, nobody's at 100 percent in the playoffs, but. You know, at the same time, like you, you just have these nagging injuries. And not to, not to mention, so like, yeah, not you know. to mention, he's coming off of off-season surgery himself. Right, right. So um, when you got teams like Boston, who just represented the East in the final to get somebody like a Matthew Brogdon, and you know, you you bring him in, 
um, that kind of solves your your uh, front court problem. Oh, no, I'm sorry, your back court problem, um, because you know, of course, Marcus has been like they they've been kind of in and out with him being a being a true point guard, you know, type of thing. Brogdon brings scoring. And so they've gotten better. Of course, Milwaukee's coming back and they're going to have, you know, Chris Middleton, uh, things like that. And, and you know, he's going to be back and, and better. So um, you got teams like Philadelphia. You know, Philadelphia is going to be in there in, in, in the mix somewhere. Miami, so, Atlanta. Miami, you know, Atlanta. And, and just Miami is always there. I feel like they kind of remind me of us back then because – you watch Miami play. They're the number one seed. They've been to the playoffs. They have playoff runs, Jimmy Butler, but something's missing with them. Like you look at Miami as the number one seed and you're like, yeah, they're the number one seed, but I don't see them winning the championship because there's something that's just missing. And, but I kind of feel like that with the Bulls. We have the talent, but it's just like, sometimes it feels like a cluster of guys that are just able to make it to the playoffs every so often. And, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that we're probably a four seed or above, you know what I'm saying? Or four, four seed or below. Um, just because I don't see us being that, that, that number one in the East at this time. And, you know, Boston's going to get better when they're coming back, you know, they're not going to fall off at any point. Um, Jason Tatum's going to get better. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, Zoe really, really bothers me just because he does do some great with, with our offense. You know what I mean? He he's such a great offensive guy. He's improved his shooting tremendously. Um, and when you got Caruso and, and things like that that are making making great plays for you on the defensive end, to have Zoe on there, uh, being able to to lead our offense, I mean that would be amazing. But um, it, it just kind of seems like he can't get right. And in turn, I feel like the Bulls can't aren't, aren't going to be able to be that you know just that power just that powerhouse type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I see us getting to the playoffs, but a deep playoff run, I'm not sure if we could do that without Zoe. Yeah, the engine, he is the not necessarily the MVP of the team, but he's definitely the most important player for the team because the team functions at a higher level with Zoe on there. And on top yeah. of that, Zoe has a history of injuries. And that yeah. is, that is the, the concerning part of it. Right. You know. He's a China doll in some in, in some aspects you know it's like every time he goes to the lane or every time he falls or something like that you know you're, you're worried about him and um but i mean i really like zo he could play mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying forget all the lavar ball stuff all that shit can go out the window he'd improve himself that he could play right he could be a catalyst to the offense but him not being able to stay on the floor just causes some disruption you know yeah uh, what are you going to get out of Kobe White? He knows since the damn trade deadline, he was, you know, that his name has been brought up in trades and things like that. You know what I mean? What's that do to him? You know, you bring in Gra uh, Dragic, you know what I'm saying? The, maybe that veteran guard can kind of help the young guys out, right? Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think that P. Will has to make a big step up this year. DeMar has to continue to do what he, do, do what he does and, and um, we could be okay, but uh, as far as the state we are now, I'm seeing, you know, if I had to, if I had to bet right now, if I had to bet right now, I'm saying five. Mm. That's and that's, the, that's what, what you're and that's get. best. That's, that's 90% health, right? You, I'm right. assuming. Yeah. 90%. Right. I'm saying, I'm saying five because the East, I mean, the East is becoming, the East is becoming a gauntlet to, you know, for, yeah. for lack yeah. of a better term, you know? Um, 
and I think it's only going to get better. So, um, but yeah, man, I'm, I still think we can, we can do some things, but we got to be healthy, man. We got to be healthy and um, maybe a move at the trade light deadline or something like that will help, but we don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I do like that we're trending upward. So we'll kind of deal with that, but really like upward. And then we like plateaued. Yeah. I was about <laughs> so to say, yeah, to... like we're trending upward, but like, you know, now we're like at a plateau just because of injuries. Cause we have the talent. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, and don't forget cause halfway through the season going into January, at least a few weeks of January, we were the number one seed, you know, but holding holding on to injuries and everything like that and they pretty much ran out of gas made they made their deal at at, at the uh, trade deadline to bring in some more size and they just went on that that losing streak that just knocked them back down to the fourth to fifth seed which was still odd in the making that the fact that of how many games they lost and there were still only a few games out of being possible three seed weren't they the f- this seed they were the fifth seed but they were like they were uh, going into the last month. They were still like in a like Milwaukee. No one was really pulling away in the East. Um, yeah, but here's uh, the here's the thing about that, Shep. And I'm I'm kind of piggybacking. I don't want to throw it to Desmond here in a second. If you look at the schedule, the Bulls feasted off of bad teams. When it came to real ass teams, right? Yeah, they did have a yeah. their record was was going twelve at one point. Yeah, I think, I think we're like. Only- yeah, it was. Matter of fact, that Milwaukee game, game two, was our first win against a top three in either conference the entire year. Happened in the playoffs. <laughs> so that's the that's the thing. I think this team, and Des, I don't know how you feel about it, so I'm going to ask you, do you think this team has already hit the ceiling? Because... To ask DeMar to play out of his mind like he did l- last year. And, you know, one thing that he mentioned was the fact about, you know, how Zotex falls. DeMar spends a lot of time on the floor, too. Yeah. So that, you know, that can't, you can't keep, we all know, shoot, we, you know, y'all young whippersnappers, Ian Dez, y- y'all done talked about how, you know, playing now, things hurt more than they did before, right? You can't do the same things as you did maybe three, four years ago. I so know some of the shit that hurts can hurt. Facts. I just found that out. Facts. So, <laughs> and let me, t- man, let me tell y'all, I'll tell y'all, we'll, we'll, probably, we'll probably end the show, but I'll tell you about what I had to do last week. It was not fun. I look like a combination of Flavor Flay and Tony Stark from Iron Man last week. So, um, but yeah, so Dez, like, do you, Des or Shep, I actually one of y'all jump in. Do you do you how do you think that the the Bulls have plateaued? Des, do you think the Bulls have plateaued and they're kind of heading down? I don't. I don't think I consider or close to plateauing. Maybe. I I don't I don't know. I I don't even say that because they're still when you look despite of everything that they've done to the roster, they still have a slightly better roster than they did last year. Yeah, you know, honestly. And so I don't look at them being plateauing right now, especially with they had like a really funky year last year of all the injuries, COVID, people being out. I'm not making excuses for the team because everyone dealt with the same thing, but I don't look at it as a plateau. I look at it at, you know, AK is still slowly 
building this team to where he wants it to be. And he's, you know, maintaining both veteran presence and still adding youth to the team and trying to to win. And I think, look, the whole goal is to to get to the playoff as healthy as you can and then you can figure out things as as you go along. Because that's when you can make it to the playoffs, that's when all hell breaks loose anyways. So But does it though? See, everyone says that, but when it comes to the NBA, it's usually your it's it's never the seventh seed. Outside of the outside of the Knicks back in a strike shortened season and Miami in the bubble, it's usually your top two or three seeds. Yeah, then, but your top your top two or three seeds also May, most of the time they're also healthy as well like golden state they was mostly healthy was was oh yeah and no got, i, I feel you with that but and, that's and what got i'm boosting the arm when they got clay back like but that's what i'm saying though like the bulls no we talked about e saying right now if he's the bet money fifth seed do you see that the bulls could possibly be a top three seed team as it's currently constructed so that's the thing i don't in the east i don't see even with health, unless all these other teams ahead of them have injuries, I don't see them being, you know, the way I look at it, I don't see how they can get better with the current people on the team. I don't see this team, even if they are fully healthy, maximizing everything that they're doing, I don't see them as a championship team. I, I, I get that, but my, my question is, is that really such a bad thing right now? And hear me out, because... You you still in you still in a conference with one of the greatest players playing right now, which is Giannis. He's still a problem, and that team got better. You like you don't you don't have that that next generation talent on your team right now, and where where are you gonna get it unless you blow up the whole team for it? Right. So right, a, like a Kevin Durant type of move. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So, and he's and he's made and he best believe. Everyone in the damn league called about KD. So oh it, yeah, the Bulls, the yeah, Bulls, man, the Bulls for no, sure did. Yeah, yeah Joe yeah. Colley's on record, and and so is Casey Johnson said that the Bulls. There's only about ten teams that didn't make a call to the Nets just to doing just a, some recognizance to see what the Nets are you know looking for and for as far as the offer for the for, for Kevin Durant. So yeah, I, I just I mean, the, the reason I bring it up is because if you look at it. Here's how, another way to look at it. It's definitely jumping at any point in time. You have Vooch is going to need the contract at the after the end of this year. It was a huge piece. You'd invested draft capital, Wendell Carter Jr. to get this cat. So you got to make a decision on Vooch. At the end of this time next year, by, well, even less than this time next year, you already had to make that decision. Pretty much by the trade deadline. Really, like for real, Kobe White is another person. We already talked about how he's not going to be probably not going to be around because of you know he's going to need a he's going to be looking for his next contract. Those are the like where we're at now, where we see the East at, and then what's coming. You no, know, how can they improve? Now next year, they, and 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 you can't say they can get improved with the draft because of the fact next year's pick goes to Orlando if they make the play. You know, as long as they're not in the lottery. So that's what I'm saying. Like I don't, I'm not saying like I know there's progress. You can't just go from making the playoffs to contender, right? Like it it, it doesn't necessarily. 
it's not always linear, but I'm just saying the pieces that he's acquired, the AK is acquired. I know Desmond kind of stepped away, so Chef definitely definitely jump in now. Like where where do we go as Bulls fans? Like or as a Bulls team? Because because here's what I'll say. I think with Zach Levine signing this contract, he's gonna he is the face of the Bulls. But the way the Bulls are currently constructed, I don't know if he's going to be. I don't know if a lot of these people that are on the team are going to be running with him when this team when this is ready to be a championship level team. I guess that's my pretty much my main thought. I don't know if if Demar is going to be here, Vooch. Patrick Williams is the X factor. If Pat can take that step, then this this alleviates a lot of fears, and this this is a different conversation, right? But I think we still need another, at least another guy, when this is really humming. Yeah, I mean, it's such a such a hard lead to to gauge at times because I I, I get what the Bulls are 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 trying. Because they really don't know what all they have truly. Because throughout the season, the injuries really played and COVID really played like it did on other teams. But you really don't know what you have because Zoe was out most of the season. Uh, Pat Will was out the whole most of the season, nearly to the end of the season. Uh, so you don't know how he's going to fit into it. Uh, Caruso missed a good chunk. Uh, Ao being a rookie had to hit the his his. Uh, the second half wall. Zach was hurt. Playing Zach hurt was, was playing hurt. Exactly. And it got to a point where the office was basically going through Vooch, which is I don't I mean it's that's not a good deal. Mm. That's what that is. Not that's not deep playoff that's run. That's not ideal. We just <laughs> turned into yeah. we turned into the Orlando Magic essentially is what we turned into. If you were, everything's going Pretty through much, Vooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at that, those old games, yeah. So and then you know then you had um your boy uh, uh Zach Levine's counterpoint who's the uh, DeRozan you know trying to trying to trying to wear trying to shoulder the load the whole season which he had to be tired out himself so yeah, those the, are hard buckets he or he, those those are those are earned yeah buckets he got. Every game. So, do you really know what you got? You mm-hmm. know, so you're like, okay, let's add some pieces and see where we're at. Because if you look at it, when the season started, I don't think Boston was truly in the conversation for a championship run. I think when we were looking at it, we said maybe they were a team above the Bulls. Because when we did our picks preseason, I think Boston we were like, okay, Bulls might be around the five, maybe six. At Boston above them, but they, it was like maybe above Boston or Boston or them above Boston, you know. And for Boston to make this run, especially the way they started off, they didn't get hot until January. So, I mean, yeah. it, I mean, you could essentially put together a team that just needs to get hot at the right time. And I think they have some pieces that, if they're all on the floor at the same time, uh, they could get a good deep run as long as they don't run into the wrong matchup at the wrong time, you know? So uh, 
it would be hard. There's nothing really out there for them. The availability of someone to add to make them a championship team, like it's just not out there without having to get the, the current team. So uh fortunately this this probably is the best road that they could go on uh going to the season before the trade deadline to see where they're at and then at the trade deadline see if if they're going to be buyers or sellers i mean i think they could you know they could get to the fourth seed possibly the third seed depending on uh other teams have if their misfortunes i mean i'm i know the knicks are making moves but i'm not i'm not buying too much into the knicks the oh, no, knicks are shambles they're the, still the knicks they like, are they below us for sure like they're seven eight if anything yeah philadelphia they're still trying to figure they're they're going through their mental stuff there what's the process uh, i i i think i still think philadelphia no they could possibly they could make a run they, well, they i'm just i'm not even looking at them making a run i'm saying I if right presently presently constructed i say that they're better than the bulls yeah i, I mean, mean I, I think you have three with, with some beat on that team and sit or and uh, harden harden Yes, I, I I think they can, um, you know. Because Embiid be just. Oh, Embiid. hey, Maxi's gonna take a step too. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, what's his first name? Maxi. It uh, starts with a T. T is no, not T. Uh, T is Ty is Andy, bro. <laughs> Hold on, I got you. I figure. But. But sometimes anyway. when they get to the playoffs, it's all it's all about Mass. Tyrese. 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 That's not that. Yeah, Tyrese. Yeah. Sweet lady. Won't you be my I was just about to start <laughs> for a lifetime. What was the coke I'll be there when you need me? Oh, the Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Uh, shout out to my shout out to my guy Quasi back home. He looked just back in the day, he looked just like that cat. We got into a club because I told people he was Tyrese and they believed wow. <laughs> So shout out to my guy Quasi at, at a while. So yeah, but yeah, it just I mean Pat Williams is gonna be, I think he's the ultimate key. Look. At, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's the X factor. If he takes a step, say, he's the X factor, bro. He's the chosen, not the chosen one, but he's the X factor. Yeah, he's, he's like he's supposed to be like baby Kawhi. Best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. Know, very good two way player. If they're yeah. able to, if he's able to take some of the, the load off of the Rosen, stays stays healthy to be the superstar he can be. You know, I I think it's gonna be a good year for the Bulls where they'll get into the playoffs and anything can happen. Cause he's a wing, right? No, yeah. no they got him playing no. the four. Oh, he's in the four. Yeah, they oh, got okay. him playing the all four. Right, all, right, all right. So idealistically, your starting right. five should be Zoe, Demar, uh, Zoe, Zach, Demar, uh, P. Will, Vooch. Now P. Will and 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 Demar can switch off between the three and the four, just depending on yeah, you know, matchups and whatnot. But yeah, they got him. They pretty much have P. Will playing playing the four. If he can, if he can give us good production from the wing, yeah, we they can do to, some things. They got to hit. They got to hit some shots. The, the shots have to be hit, and that's like that because that's that's the big thing. The well, the, yeah, he's got to be more. The the big thing is really is he don't. If here's what I'll say, if you put Dale and Terry's motor. Or want to, and P will. 
That's the one question I have about P. Will. I don't see that dog. Not yet. Not saying it's not completely in. I'm not going to sit there and paint a big broad brush with him, right? I need to see that. Give me the ball. Cussing people out. Taking it to the hole. Like, because he's so physically, he has all the physical physical gifts as an NBA as an NBA player right now. You know what I'm saying? Strong. He's got he's he's he can go up and block. He can shoot. He's got a, a rainbow shot in the corner, but it still goes in. Like he's efficient. Yeah. He doesn't he I don't think he he's one of those cats that he doesn't kind of like Eddie Curry didn't realize how good and dominant he really is. Yeah. And that's what that's the thing. I don't know. We're going to find out cuz we yeah. we have to know. He's you're the fourth pick in the draft, bud. You're the top four pick. You got to show. It's time to show. Sink or swim now, or shit, or get off the pot, whatever. Yeah, whatever. For sure. For sure. You know, either tie the flip flops up or just take them off. Put your glasses on in the ocean or (laughs) that shit took. I never knew my father. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Shep took off his glasses. I'm in trouble. He's like, You son of a mm. Mark Jones, you son of a. Bitch. <laughs> I just moved on. I just moved on. <laughs> Too early. <laughs> My bad. Still too soon. My bad. My bad. E, I know I'm looking, keeping an eye on respecting the time. So yeah, I was about to say I got a dip. So we appreciate you. My, my 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 brethren my my brethren my brethren my family. My brethren Wagwan, the original Don Dada. <laughs> you want to come down here and kill me, huh? Yeah. You want to kill me now? No. <laughs> hey. Much love to y'all boys. Much love to the audience, man. Thank y'all for listening. Um, we out. Okay. We're gonna have some crazy content coming up. So stay tuned. For sure. For sure. So E, you have a blessed one. We'll chop it up offline. Finish it. Finish it very smoothly. Like y'all. Oh, do. for sure. You know how we do. Yeah. You know how yeah. we do. Love. Much love, brother. Yeah, man. That is E Staples. He will be back on the show on the next show, whenever that is, which will hopefully be next week. <laughs> um now actually I'm gonna switch gears again. Hold up. It's just us Bears fans on the show now, so we can talk about the Bears. Yeah! Yeah! Bear down, bear down. Hold on. I'm trying to find the drop. Where is it at? Oh my Bears. So, guys, fellas, we can end the show with this. So, we got we got a couple things with with um, the Bears this week. They made a trade, seventh round pick for Nikhil Henry. I think I pronounced his name correctly. Yeah. Former number one draft pick. Uh, we as we showed we talked about the show um, when we opened it. Big receiver has drop issues, kind of a featherstone from necessary roughness. 
kind of an Alshon Jeffrey, Allen Robinson kind of build, just without, not with those hands of the gentleman. So if he can get his hands right, eh, we might have something. You know, have, it could be, it could be, you know, it's a low risk, high reward potential for, um, for the Bears. Uh, Des and Shep, can you give me your thoughts on the move itself? Also, give me your top two things that you're worried about or top two positions you're worried about your the Chicago Bears moving forward. Because there's a lot of, I mean, the Bears are getting dogged in the national media. There's one prognostication that said they expect the, the Bears not only to have the number one draft pick next year, but he only expects them to win like one or two games as a team, which is just crazy to me. Oh my gosh. That's that's crazy. I still say this is the NFL. They're not that bad. Um, I still say they probably get somewhere in the five to seven range. But give me your top two things that you're worried about. Um, and one thing that you you could um one thing you can you you could take to the bank. One thing that you're absolutely positively banking on coming up to because we are y'all. We're what a month? We're well, I'm trying to think. We're eight weeks away from opening day. We're opening night, really. Crazy. Yes, getting closer. Yes. Oh my gosh! Like NFL, I just I I can't believe how headline dominant. NFL is that we just sit here and it's just it's it's like an itch. We just oh, it's crack. It's, yeah, it's like I can't. I, oh my god! Mm, you know, oh. Joe Rome, I smoke rock. That's what the NFL is. Says. <laughs> but I like to trade. I I do uh, the fact that it's a seventh rounder, not for next year's seventh rounder, the following year. You know, which is like. I mean, how often you don't get a lot of seventh round receivers that that pan out. Um, so, I mean, on one hand, he's got to be an upgrade of what we did have in the receivers room on the lower half of that that room. Um, well, uh, first of all, he hasn't got arrested yet, so that's a plus. And, and that and that's an that's another. Well, you know, time will tell. Hopefully, you know. But uh the other hand is for him to come in and be better than half our receiver room just it's kind of kind of sucks <laughs> at the same time um but like i said it's there's potential there um uh, and i think the the x factor in the whole thing is going to be tyke tolbert uh the receivers coach uh to see if he can get this 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 young cat in and uh I see what he can do with him because uh, New England may have not been a good fit there. New England hasn't really developed receivers. Their best receiver was Julian Edelman. So, you know, and other, other top receivers they've had were Randy Moss that they traded for. It wasn't a, they didn't develop him, uh, you know, so a lot of it was Tom Brady. So, I thought I actually thought he was going to be a good compliment with Daniel Jones, but it may have just been a system. So we'll see getting this size receiver, this, this, the speedy receiver uh, uh, and seeing what Justin Fields does, uh, see if they can connect. Um, if anything, just to be, you know, I mean, if he comes in and gets 20 catches out of the year, I mean, you're not losing nothing, you know, and I think he only has one more year left on his, on his contract. So this is his final year. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, if it doesn't pan out, it's not like, you know, so um, I, I like to trade. There's, there's, there's no, no damage into it. Um, and the whole thing is that we're really just trying to get to next year. Uh, Cause don't forget that uh, with polls, what he's actually doing, yeah, he's got to build a roster, but he had to go through and really change the culture in that building, uh, get rid of people. Like they just got rid of uh, soup Campbell. That yeah, that was odd. Like I got let's 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 finish these points up. We'll come. We'll probably end on that because that was some that was some Hans type stuff. Like I I, I don't like that whatsoever. Especially unless he did something totally nefarious, something totally. And you know, I think I'm about to find out what. So I'll let you all go because something just came up about him. So I'm gonna read this while y'all keep talking about. Oh, okay, Dez. What what are some things that you're looking forward to the Bears in? Um, like, give me your top two positions that you're concerned with, and something that you're banking on this year for the Bears, whether it be good or bad. Like, you can say, "Hey, this it, I know right now on July 14, 2022, the Bears are gonna have or this position or this player is dot 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 what and you know finish it off." But what two positions uh, are you worried about right now or your biggest concern and what's something you take to the bank? Um, the biggest concern, and I'm just name one, is just the, the offensive line. And you could just pick which position. It don't matter. Just the whole line in itself. What I'm trying to look forward to most is Justin Fields, obviously. Uh, and then one thing you could take to the bank is the only thing that the Bears has always been known good for is having a good defense for the most part. So you think the Bears this year, so right now on July 14, 2022, you're saying the Bear, you think the Bears defense is gonna be better than last year, same as last year, worse than last year, right now. New better system. Than, better. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Got you on wax. Got you on record with that. Mark that down. I agree. I think they're, I think they're, they're better than last year. Even well. let me, let me throw a cat. Let me throw a, a curveball. Even if they trade Robert Quinn. Yes. Desmond. Uh, Okay. If they keep Robert Quinn, you're saying better. If they trade Robert Quinn, you're saying worse. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Shep has some Soup Campbell news. We'll react to it and we'll shut down and we'll close the show. So we thank everyone so far for tuning in. Shep, you have something interesting you wanted to bring to our listeners about the Soup Campbell because for those who don't know, Soup Campbell was the 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 VP of player engagement, I want to say, with the Bulls for 2000 since 2017. Uh, loved by many players. You say what? Loved by a lot of players. Loved by a lot of players. Um, when it came to finding, getting a committee together to find the next Bears, not only head coach, but GM, Soup, um, uh, Mr. McCaskey. Was it McCaskey or was it uh, not Ms. McCaskey? It was a. Uh, yeah, no, it was. It was. Uh, it was. 
he, the McCaskies house all clan, they put, they're talking about so much about soup Campbell. Yes. This man who had a, a huge hand in hiring Ryan Poles as his general manager got fired on his day off on vacation on his birthday on a Friday on a Friday. He really literally was Craig from Friday. So which a lot from a lot of media, a lot of people didn't, didn't like it, especially because we didn't know any have any idea what was going on. Um, it was kind of out the blue. There's nothing but there's no press release. No, we thank soup for all his years, blah, 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 blah. It was kind of a, a media dump session. So a lot of people have been on the case is trying to find out what's been going on. And our own Shep Russell came across something. Shep, the floor is yours. Tell us what you found. Well, I, I really do. I get it to sports mockery. So this is uh, from, from one of their uh, storylines. And they uh, they got a hold of Adam Hogue of, uh, of the score. So uh, as much as I, as I would love to come on here and say that he, that, Soup Campbell was uh, stealing boxes and building clubhouses. Uh, it just seems like the word on the street is that Poles is just really trying to get his own people in there. And that that's that's what it just comes down to. Uh, the odd thing is that it did take this long for it to get to this point. Um, but I think Poles is really gutting uh, anything from that old regime and putting a lot of effort into into what he's doing because he's still been hiring left and right over the past two months, uh, creating yes, a whole, whole new department, uh, adding more to the, um, uh, what is it? That, that's a statistic. Uh, the, um, the, the research into plays and stuff like that, that part of the, uh, um, that team, oh, what is that? Analytics. He has redone his uh, analytics team and expanded it. So he's been doing a lot. And uh, after reading this article uh, from Sports Mockery, uh, like uh, they got from Adam Hope that it was just polls just trying to get the old regime and, and anything that's left over from there, trying to get them out, you know? Um, and I guess it just wasn't fitting right for him and he needs to get his own people in. So which I can, you know, I heard again, my, my shout out to Lawrence Holmes, talk about a, a Machiavellian type approach by polls, which I get to a degree, but. For it to be like that, that it was an odd thing for it to be on his vacation. Yeah, that's you know, the, that's the thing. Like been, I thought it would have been like earlier at one point you would have been like, Hey, look, this is, we may be going this route. Yeah. And it was such out of the blue and normally, like I said, they were saying that, you know, you really don't get news of a player personnel like that being fired. Like it really wouldn't catch news, but for the fact that he was on the hiring committee to bring him in. Um, and we don't even know if, if Sue Campbell even signed off on polls and Matt Eberflus coming in, but you know, when the bears decided to go with polls, they did give him, Oh yeah, they gave him. They gave him. Hey, you. Here's a key. Yeah, they gave him the keys yeah. to the kingdom. So I get that, and I just hope this is not a move to be making a move to be 
say, Hey, you see this, what this says here, I'm, I'm, I'm the manager and you know, and his Cunningham is assistant to the regional manager. Like, I hope it's not that type of move. Yeah. Yeah. Des, what do you, how do you feel about it? Like what, how do you feel about the news about Sue Campbell? What do you feel about what's what Shep says? Do you feel like, cause a counterpoint is Mike Florio, who's one of the most plugged in people. He was on 670 score, talked about how he felt like there has to be more to this case. Cause you just don't, those type of people are pretty much, you know, made men They're They're not, you know, they, you can't just normally just fire those type of people. Um, so there has to be something more to the story. So if we're to believe what Adam Hogue is, because Adam Hogue is also, you know, local and plugged in as well. You know, where, 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 where are you falling on? Which side of, of it do you believe, Des? I feel as though there has to be more to the story, uh, just because most of the time, you know, let go of people that that um, that oh that's significance without any valid reason so with it being done over the holidays rumors could be that maybe he did something and you know it kind of did him a favor by letting him go over the holidays so that the news wouldn't be so big about it you know so i don't know what to do with it it sucks seeing you know a black man firing up black man especially the one that kind of helped you get in the building yeah that's yeah it, 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 it just yeah, it, it just don't feel good. <laughs> right. No matter which way you slice it. That's like, I mean, <clears throat> that's like me putting on Shep, say, hey, Shep. Hey, man, I'm going to bring you on to this company. And Shep being like, oh, yeah, by the way, you need to let this nigga go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. From and a, like we're like a month and a half after the draft, so he didn't. You didn't have this man around your new. Your, right. Your, that's the thing. Nigga, you gotta go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, we didn't did our player eval with all the draft players. Our our, our free agents are all signed. They're all in here, and uh, I got to see. There's something I had to do. What was it? Oh yeah, nigga, you fired. Right. <laughs> Listen, I've gotten. I've gotten. Maybe it's just me. I had a. I had a flashback because I have had it where I would work. This is back. I've been with my current company for almost ten years. But before that, there was there was some there was a there was a period, there was a rocky period in my life. A lot was going on. Going through a divorce, going through a lot of stuff. One of the jobs I I actually got, I, I left a job to go take the job. It was a better paying job, but it was being bought out at the same time. And they're going through cuts. And they told me and another guy, we had it was like February we got hired on. March, actually no, January we got hired on. Feb, halfway through training, they're like, hey, there's gonna be some cuts, but it's gonna be a lot of the older fat of the company fine February comes on yeah like half the department's gone we're still there beginning of March hey everyone's here it's good to go that was on a Monday but on Friday got one more round of cuts going well God came in with was still a good friend of mine he got let go I still made it I was like cool worked that whole the next week on a Friday, I'll never forget it. Cause the night before my wife at the time, 
<laughs> I was say it was like the worst 24 hours of my life. But that Thursday, I she asked for a divorce. That Friday, I go to work, work the whole day. It's 4.30, I'm about to get off. They call me into the office and say, hey, gotta do more cuts. Gotta let you go. I had, so it was on a Friday. I was like, oh, oh Jesus. Like how, how y'all gonna, first of all, you gonna fire me at the end of the day on a Friday? Like way to screw up my weekend. Y'all knew this on Monday. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's for me, looking at this thing about Sue Campbell, I'm like, man, that I just, it just, it just brought me back to that. Like I, I can relate and that just sucks. This dude was on vacation, holiday weekend. Uh, and I remember if I'm, if I'm correct, I think it was his birthday. You get the news. Hey, it's not you. It's, it's me. Yeah. You're not part of my team that I brought in. Thank you for potentially hiring me and all that stuff. And you got to go now to, to be fair. Now, if, if, if soup Campbell was like, you know, yeah, I brought you in here. Who, you know, I'm a, you know, maybe behind the scenes, maybe talking that stuff, you know, puffing on his chest. He had, he had his chest all poked out. You know what I'm saying? That could be, you know, maybe bring, I say, a a Hey, uh, Pose, I need you to bring in this player. He's one of my good guys. I think he'll do good for the team. You need to sit him down and go ahead and and, and get him on this team. And like, okay, oh, you're going to tell me who to bring in? Yeah. You know, so. It could have been, but I still, it just don't feel right to, to have how it went down. Yeah. And it, 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 as much as I'm bel- I believe in Pose and Eberflus and what they got going on, there's just two there's a lot of little things that are happening that's just odd you know i can't i can't put on them what the players do so the the two the three is it three bear players have been arrested pringle uh-huh. more and, and the Adams, yeah Adams, three 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 yeah. people that they brought in on, on prove it deals now you're right however are these players you're you're, you're these are prove it deals anyway. Do you lose anything by cutting these guys? Like to send a message like, hey, like you gotta be about only, only one of the three are gonna get cut. Cause I don't think I, I think they're gonna keep on the Adams. I think no, I think Pringle's gonna I think Pringles for sure will stay be I think Adams and I think Moore's for sure gone. That's what I mean. That's the only one of the three is I definitely gonna get cut. I think Adams, Adams could probably get cut too. It's a possibility, but Pringle ain't going nowhere. Pringle, I think Pringle's safe. And I think he was the most egregious of the fa- of the three because he had his kid in the car doing <laughs> doing donuts on a suspended license, which honestly yeah. I won't say that's the most egregious because that there's a lot of things that could, how that could have happened and stuff. But I don't like how I don't like the the, the optics of it, right? And to your point, it's it's, it's it looks it looks kind of messy. You bringing in these people, you know, and. You got stuff going on, and on top of you, fire the guy who helped you get potentially helped you get the job. This just doesn't look right. So, we'll this I guarantee you come off season February ish of 2023, we're gonna be like, if this thing goes, if this thing's go falls totally flat, like we don't see any improvement, we don't see. Uh, you know, it, it goes totally left on us. We're gonna be like, man, we we should have saw the signs. 
when these things were happening. Like these are these are things we're gonna bookmark and we're gonna follow away for the me and me show and be like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's it, it, the things that he's doing needed to be done. But at the same, you know, that, that's 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 the hard balance. It's like like everything needed to be blown up. The whole office needed to be revamped. Oh, for sure. You know, it's like for he's sure. Doing, he's doing the things that needs to be done, but it's just like how you do it though is important though. Where, Next year, we're going to be in a worse boat than we were with the previous regime. That's the scary part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but very much I, so. I, I think I really want to believe that we're we're better off where we're at. We're on a better plateau. Uh, you know, as far as Robert Quinn, I think, like I said, depending on where we're at, I think he's going to be a good trade piece at, at the trade deadline. Um. And I think Justin Fields should be taking the next step forward. Um, I think the receivers that he has, not. I think they're going to surprise. That's I didn't get. I didn't give a chance to give my. I think. I think Mooney's going to show people that he's better than what people are giving him credit for. I think Pringle's going to be like, you know, he's a good. He's better than what I thought too. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just have this feeling because you that that was a really loaded. Kansas City wide receiver room. Yes. Hardman, um, Tyreek Hill. Then you got uh, the tight end as yeah, well. Yeah, you, it's just a loaded. So, and he was he was productive in that. So, I think he could, I think him and Vellis Jones, I think there, I think there could be some, I think the receiver is going to be a little bit better than what they expect. Again, to Des's point, I'm, I am worried about the offensive line. So, we're gonna see, but I think so. I really think that you you hit a you hit a good point in with with what you said though that you know we're gonna we'll see we could be on you know next this time next year we could be in a worse state, but it had to get there because we had to get rid of all the crap that freaking he who won't be named on the show anymore did down in Atlanta. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But on that note, we like to thank y'all for tuning in, listening, and vibing with the crew as we get back to doing what we do. It's been a fun time with my broskies, as always. So, for the e- the the early leaving E staples. For the OG Chef Russell, for the baby bro, shout out again for Mr. Anniversary Man himself, Desmond Jones. Of course, you got M. Jones saying, spread love because it's not only the Brooklyn way, it's the human way. And of course, peace and humptiness forever. Episode 57, Olin Cruz is in the books. We'll catch y'all on the next show. We'll see you when we see you. We out.